Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Did the Saints have their most fun week of free agency ever last week? Kind of feels like it. Three signings, including maybe the greatest introductory press conference in Saints history. We are feeling good about the 2023 Saints. The optimism is drenching us. Thomas, hit that intro. Barstool Mincy of Barstool Sports here. I'm good friends with the Saints Happy Hour podcast, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm really just friends with Andrew Hughes, so I support him because I feel sorry for him. Good dude, but way too bougie to take seriously when it comes to football. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong because you know it's true. Ralph? If he was an NFL GM, a team would never win a freaking game. Trade this. Sign this guy. Awful ideas and armchair quarterbacking. Full-blown panic every show. Marcus Colson. Colston. I mean, uh, Marcus Callaway. With Dave, here's the key. When he talks, just mute or fast forward five minutes. Hopefully he's done talking by then and headed back to the bathroom where he seems to eternally live. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Christ. Then Kevin, man, why the hell is he still on the show? He doesn't even watch the damn games. And somehow they keep inviting him. Butterich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That, that ended. Podcasting poverty, man. Who that? All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are live on Twitch. If you aren't, follow us on Twitch. And remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcasts. Smash that like button on YouTube. Also, become an annual patron at patreon.com Saints Happy Hour and get two months for free. We have a limited edition Boys Are Back Cup as a gift for any new annual patrons. By the way, our off-season MVP contest is underway. Anyone who donates any amount during this show each week gets entered into one of our drawings on April 17th and gets two Saints season survival mugs for the 2023 season. Lord knows you're going to need them. The person who donates the most each week gets entered into our other April 17th drawing to do their own mock Saints draft with us on their own daily episode of the pod. And the person who donates the most each week gets to have a 30-second video of themselves giving their Saints hot take played the following week. Thomas, do we have an MVP leader for this episode already? Not yet, unfortunately. Tiger Saint won last week with 3,000 bits. Donate! Please donate. Get that thing cranking. Get that mug a jingling so we can ship Thomas the finest Polish meats that we can find. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? I'm drinking the champagne of beers because the Saints had one hell of a week, and I'm celebrating. I'm Dave. drinking. I'm still. Oh, here we go. I'm not drinking still. This is week three now. Uh, mm. Hoppy. Hoppy water, Lagunitas, zero uh, calories, zero alcohol, very refreshing. Fun. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> it does. Sounds, sounds absolutely gross. Andrew, you're not drinking either? <sighs> no, I am not. That is correct. And Kevin's not here yet, so he's not drinking crooked stick ditch water or whatever the hell nah. he drinks. So, I mean, you know. What it, we're, we're, it's like we're not the Saints Happy Hour podcast. We're the Saints Sober Hour podcast this week. Boring. Sure. The Saints uh, Unhappy Hour. Sorry. No, no. <clears throat> no, that is inaccurate because, uh, Andrew, the Saints, they had themselves a hell of a week. They did the rare triple signing last Wednesday. Listen. We're going to start with Saints free agency with the cherry on top that wrapped up last Wednesday. The Saints signing part-time NFL running back 
full-time Pokemon enthusiast, and soon-to-be Saints legend, Jamal Williams. How can you not love this guy, Dave? He's already banging on the haters for all his touchdowns being only goal line carries. Thomas, play, play that clip of him. Honestly, I give credit to my linemen, you know, tight ends, everybody that was blocking. Really is just having that single mindset of knowing that we want to we get into this end zone. And it, it takes everybody. But for me, you know, all I need them to do is just hold on just for a second or something. Just let me get them wheels running and we get in the end zone. But goal line, easy. Because that's just my mindset already. Like how people say, you know, 17 touchdowns and then, you know, you're always going to have haters who just hate. And, you know, they the first thing to hate on is they're all goal line runs. Whipty freaky do. I'm, I'm glad that y'all figured that out. Great for you. <laughs> <laughs> Most people can't even get to one yard, but you want to talk. Yeah, that's why, I, that's why I don't watch TV. Because a lot of people who watch it be commenting things that they don't know what they're talking about. But at the end of the day, like, I, I like that, though. I want y'all to think that I'm only a goal line runner. So when I get into the open field and I start breaking them, I don't want to hear nobody talking about, oh, he got this, he could do it. I don't want to hear none of that. Go back to calling me what you thought I was because what I like to do is prove people wrong. So I can't wait. I mean, I got so Dave, you got a new boyfriend? I I, I do. I have so much to say about this. Well, guy. here's the thing, though. If here's the thing, come, though, Dave. He had so many great quotes. Hard. We couldn't get to them all. He's educating yeah. old people like me on Pokemon. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to him. And more importantly, he's ready to mess with his old college teammate, Taysom Hill. And he's just happy to be here. Thomas, play that second clip. It's amazing. It's amazing. Whoa, second clip already? Damn, yeah, second clip, second clip already. Go to it. Oh, fired in Taysom? Oh, I can't wait to mess with him. <laughs> it's been too long now, so I can't wait to mess with him. Don't worry. You'll see it. But I'm just excited. Like, I am trembling from excitement right now. We ready to go. I know he is, too. He already takes me. I know when my quarterback takes me, oh, yeah, he mean business. And it's about to go. So I'm grateful to be on this great team, man. I can't wait to go. Where's my helmet at? I mean, perfect. Every, it was 18 minutes of just stand-up, basically. Yeah, so I got a lot to say about this. First of all, I was aware of Jamal Williams because I had DeAndre Swift on my fantasy team last year. <laughs> uh, and Jamal <laughs> Williams. You hate him. I, I don't hate him now, but I did hate him prior to this, yes. Uh, um, and, All-time uh, vulture season, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um uh, I was doing some research on Jamal Williams uh, tonight before we got on the podcast. I learned a bunch of things. First of all, that was a record that broke Barry Sanders' record for single-season uh, Detroit Lions touchdowns. Um, but um, Jamal Williams is – I sh the Pokemon hat thing, I showed that to my son. I think like a lot of us who have kids, like my son is really into Pokemon. Uh, I showed that to my son, and he was like, oh, he, who is this? Like, he's awesome. Like, he's really cool. Um, I was like, Dad, that's not Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah no, it's, no, it's Eevee. Eevee. I have, Eevee. Eevee. Yeah, no, I have here, ah. my son, I have the Pokemon Super Deluxe Essential Handbook. Oh, God. Uh, Thank God. I mean, if you want to know anything about Eevee, I can tell you right now. He mentioned in the, in the um, press conference that Eevee can evolve into eight different um, types and that's true here they are right here jolteon flareon glaceon <laughs> espeon sylveon leafeon umbreon and vaporeon Carrion. Um, yeah what's vaporeon's yards per carry uh says here um has uh, uh long arms um very bendy um <laughs> <laughs> what's his rat oh we like him already what's his uh, yeah his raz he's only an 8.5 raz so What's the um, damage he can deliver on people? Anyway, so, uh, well, Eevee does have, yeah, her possible moves is covet, helping hand, growl, tackle, tail whip, sand attack, baby doll eyes, <laughs> quick attack, <laughs> what is bite, swift, baby? refresh, takedown, charm, baton. What? Pass, uh, what do baby doll eyes do to you? I am not. I don't know. I need, we need my son on the pocket. Sally, wake up, Max. We got to get him in here. Uh, I, need, I need Pokemon. But no, in all seriousness, like I, I was, I was doing research on this guy. He, he is a an anime nerd 
uh, who just happens to be really good at football. He's not a football player who's into anime. Okay, let's get that straight. I mean, this dude... If, if you Google him, any picture of him, he's wearing some crazy what he would probably call drip, uh, and like with like just huge graphics, bright colors, jackets uh, with just anime figures on it, symbols, Japanese China, Japanese writing. Uh, he his him his, and Marcus Davenport would have been like yeah, this. no doubt, no doubt, like no this. doubt. His Twitter is like all these anime pictures, like he it's like combined with him i mean this dude i'm not kidding anime is number one football is number two for in his life uh that's the impression <laughs> that i get and that's fine because he's still really good at football um uh but it's interesting and what the other clip was about to he's just but like yeah he's just he's a character man he's just a total he's out there i mean he's he's a, really that's exactly that's exactly what this podcast needed is a we need to get him on like this that. podcast yeah actually. i know like, I think he would legit I, I, I can't do it. Think like, of I think anyone he's crazy I have ever been more excited about. Like his, I, I feel like his press conferences will be a weekly occurrence for this podcast. We will just play those oh, and dude. we will riff off that, and that's that's our show. I like. I, mean, the, I, I feel like this has tremendous potential I, for us. I mean, no, he he's the kind of signing and in that. I feel like it portends very well for 2023 because if the Saints are winning. And they are a double-digit win team. His press conference with Kamara, it might be next level compared to Kamara and Ingram in 2018. And Ingram and Kamara were basically a comic tour de force 13 times when the Saints won regular season game. Like, it was amazing. Have and you, if, you, if you guys saw him, someone just mentioned this in the chat, but if you guys saw him on Hard Knocks, I, I just felt like his leadership and his passion for just not losing and giving it everything that he has. Like there's, there's some leadership qualities that are not really coming through on these clips that we just, well, I mean, he's obviously hilarious. He's got a great personality, but there's an, also an edge and a leadership to him that I think obviously he also takes football really seriously. So he's very well-rounded that way. And uh, I can't wait to see how vocal of a leader he becomes for the saints too. Have you guys seen the post-game interview from last year when he was with the Lions where he's, like, crying? I think it was after yes. a playoff game. And he's, like, crying. Does a complete 180. <laughs> but, yeah, but after yeah. about 25 seconds, he kind of, like, realizes he's, like, maybe I shouldn't be crying. I'm a football player or whatever. And he's, like, wait a minute. He's, like, yeah, but we're coming for you. Like, don't, don't get right. it twisted. Yeah. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Like, it's don't a, let these tears fool you, fool. It's kind of, the, the, wicker, the wicker man says he was also suspended at BYU for drinking. Hey, look, so, man, wicker man, why you got to bring us down, man? Why why, you no, 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 no. That's man. yet another reason. Yeah, and spending the night at a girl's dorm. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh, what an Yeah, you got to sign the honor. You got to sign the honor code to play at BYU. God, if, and yeah. it, it doesn't mean it matter yeah, if you're or, Mormon. Or you God guys. says that's a BYU issue. Yeah. By the way, he that's played right. with Taysom, he, him and Taysom played together for four seasons at BYU. Yeah. Wow. Like they they um, know, they must know each other very well. Yeah. I mean, but on a football level, Andrew, he Thank is you, exactly. Thank you, Bob. God. He is a he is exactly what the Saints need. They need a dude who can get the who can get in the end zone on goal line carries when it's third and one. They can run him, and he can get the hard yards because that ain't Kamara's bag. Getting, you know, if you need a guy to go twenty carries for seventy yards, mm -hmm. that's Jamal Williams. Well, how much of it was Mickey thinking? Man, I need a battering ram. I need a guy that's going to get me a first down on third and one. How much of it was Mickey thinking? Man, our red zone offense is just terrible last year and this guy put it in the end zone 17 times and led the league and how much of it was you just listen to his press conference how much of it was man we got to find a way to counteract dennis allen's boring ass press that's right with <laughs> an infusion of joy and fun and uh i don't know which one of the three do you think was the more influential factor for mickey in deciding to sign this guy i think it might be number three i think it might be i mean yeah I mean, like look, if, the red zone stuff, the first downs, like that's all really important. But they should just when they win in 2023, Andrew, they should just have they don't don't have Dennis Allen go out. Just Jamal Williams. Oh, he's don't forget coach, Dennis. You know. Don't forget Derek Carr too. Like he's also very boring. Like yeah, 
Like have Jamal Williams answer all the questions like he's the coach whenever the Saints win. So he could be like, who cares? We won. Let's talk about Pokemon. Like he he's going to be. If Did you know that Charmander can evolve into Charizard? Charizard, I know he's a strong card. My son, he got 10 out of 10, three straight spelling tests, and he got a special gold Charizard card. Holy crap. That. Yeah, that's like that's like 150 hit hit points. Yeah. So like you know, he, my wow. son, my son uh was a huge Pokemon card collector for about like 18 months. And <laughs> and he was really into it to the point where like over Christmas and birthdays and stuff, my uh my wife's brother and like some other people were getting him like two hundred and fifty dollar, three hundred dollar like Pokemon cards. Holy <laughs> shit. And, and then and then oh one day God. one day my my wife was just like I, he he stopped being into it, and there was just like Pokemon cards everywhere, all over the house. Threw them out, and she just gave it all away. Wow! <laughs> and, and I was like, "You did what?" She's like, I, uh, "She's like, I was sick of looking at it. He doesn't play with it anymore. I just gave it all away." He was he. She was like, "He doesn't care. He he's like, I don't like it anymore." And I was like, "You realize there was like five three hundred dollar cards in there." Oh my god! Some She's kid, like, got, some kid has them. Yeah, some kid got face a, a box of Pokemon cards for like eight dollars on the Facebook horrible. marketplace. It was, it was like so bad, so bad. <laughs> it's like the greatest, the greatest day of that kid's life. Some kid put him in his bike. I said, "Do you do you know how many spoke. rum bottles I could have gotten for that?" <laughs> <laughs> no, but how much throat coat? Throw yeah. code, the yeah. throw code. Throat code. lifetime supply, <laughs> yeah. lifetime supply. Um, but Andrew, this Jamal Williams, beside the fun factor to me is really important because, like you said, the Saints are just dull and they need a guy that sort of gets the fans excited and is. Not necessarily a leader of the of the team, but like a voice. Because I feel like the Saints, like I know Cam was kind of, you know. He's he still is. He still is. Yeah. But they didn't really have it on offense because Kamara. Yeah, Kamara lead. had to go get weird in Vegas and he stopped doing press conferences. Yeah. So yeah. like they didn't really have a guy on offense because, because you know, Jameis was hurt and Andy Dalton you know, I mean, he barely dressed for post-game press conferences. Um, so I feel like it's important. But here's my question I want both of you to answer before we go. With, the, with, with Jamal Williams, Derek Carr, and what they've done on offense, Michael Thomas is back, right? Andres Pete is back. They were the 22nd scoring offense in the NFL. How much better are they going to be on offense? And what's the what's a fair expectation, Dave, for this offense? I don't know. I'm not. I'm, He's still not feeling it. Yeah, I'm just not going to be sold until I. I gotta see something. You know, I'm new quarterback. Uh, communication is is important with offense, so might take a little time. Um, yeah, but I mean, what's what's your like when the season's over? Like, what's your ex? Like, what what will be success for you for the offense? Like, what do they have to be like rankings wise, points wise, yard, whatever you want to, whatever you deem successful. What is that? Oh, I mean, like if they were like fifteen or higher, that would be success. I think that would be a success. If top they were fifteen. The, yeah, if they were top half of the league, I would call it a success. Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think they got to be. They got to be a little bit better. They got to be top. They're going to be top 14. They're going to be just a little bit better than average. I love that. Dave's like, I, you know, top 15 be good with me. And Ralph's like, you know, nah, I'm not really feeling that. I'm thinking top 14. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what would like, really get Like it for 16 me. isn't good enough. They got to be a little bit better. But. Uh, you know what? The- I, I think you're both wrong. I, I, I think your takes are crap. I, I, I think it's got to be top 13 personally. <laughs> <laughs> what? What, Dave? Because you you had a boy, you had two boyfriends. You had Ingram, and then you had Ladavius Murray. Is Ingram still on this roster? He's a free agent. He is not. Okay. What does Jamal Williams? What does he have to do to get you doing late night texts, booty calls? Like, how good does he have to be? 
He just like stay healthy. Like just, uh, I feel I'm think, like I'm thinking get in the end zone once. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in in reality, yeah, that's all it's going to take for everybody to get excited. But I mean, just like at the end of the season, I, I would just, I would just love to for him to be healthy. I feel like if he's healthy for all 17 games or a good portion of that, uh, the rest will follow. He he will he will have contributed as long as he's healthy. Um, that's most important. I, I, what I worry about with these big signings, and I watch these highlights and we took, think about 17 touchdowns last year and we get excited and, uh, yeah, maybe I'm sick and I have a problem, but like my first, my second reaction is like, Oh my God, he's going to get hurt in training. He's yeah, gonna everybody's hurt making, in training. Everybody's yeah, making yeah, fun people. of me in the chat. Top 11, top 12, <laughs> big jmc says we're going places and by the way guys get donate man hit get the get the cup jingling get the cup jingle jangling so thomas can get meats and whatever give us some they, bits whatever they use for credit cards in poland saints happy hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the saints coverage you love become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily saints podcast on earth Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. That wasn't the only thing the Saints did last week. In fact, it was the same day. And this warmed my heart because Bill Barnwell wrote like a 2,000-word columns of all the, the teams that had a horrible free agency. And he was like, the Saints, their defensive line is decimated. They've lost a 1,000 snaps. And how are they going to replace Davenport? And how are they going to replace Onyemata? And how are they going to replace Shai Tuttle? It's going to be – their defense is going to go backwards. And within five minutes, Andrew, the Saints, they signed not one, but two defensive tackles. The Saints – they're going to wash the stink off of Jets, Nathan Shepard, and turn him into the Hall of Famer, Saints Hall of Famer like Demario Davis, first of all. And then they signed Chiefs defensive tackle Kalen Sanders. He can do backflip. Saunders. Um, oh, that was, was so close. He was Ralph worried Pearson, about the first name, name right? he, yeah. but he ended up screwing up yeah, the last that's name. right. That's right. <laughs> he... Because because he, he when he said the first name he actually he was more of a question. Galen, yeah. Galen. I was like I was Sanders. like Ron Burgundy. Uh, Budridge Budridge says it's not <laughs> K Kaylee. It's yeah, it's Kalen. I think Ralph, Ralph said Kalen. Kalen. Yeah. yeah. Like Kay's jeweler, but Kalen, right? Oh oh, Budridge says it's not Kalen. It's Conlin. Oh Conlin. Oh, Con- Conlin. Conlin. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Whatever. Jason anyway. Sampain says it's Galen Zanders. Anyway, yeah. come on the show and tell us how you pronounce your name. How about um, Jamal Williams? So we'll have everybody on the Jamal Williams. Come on the show. Come on, guys. All the new guys. Nathan Shepard, too. We'll have them they, don't, they don't know. They don't know. We're going to tell them the tradition but, is all the new guys come on the Saints Happy Hour podcast uh, when they sign. But, That's Andrew, you, you, you get on me because you say I'm a prisoner of the moment. But I feel like the Saints... We all say they got, that, by the way. they got better on the defensive line, and they spent less guaranteed money for two players than Atlanta spent for David Onyemata alone. And I know both of these guys are better than Shai Tuttle. I think at least one of them is probably better than Onyemata. Therefore, the defensive tackle is better. Uh, look, all I know is 324 pounds, 317 pounds. Oh, uh, one of them, one of them scored a touchdown, I think, in college. Right. Uh, right. So I, I'm here for the fat guy touchdown. I don't really care which one it is. <laughs> Either of them, really, it's going to happen at some point this season. It has to. I mean, fat they can do... guy in a little coat. no, but seriously, we, uh, you know, the Saints defense had their moments last year, and obviously, Dennis Allen. His whole calling card is that side of the football, and it got better and better as the season progressed, mm-hmm. I think. But the one thing that was kind of always disappointing last year was the run defense, and it really took a step back. And I think the play of the interior defensive line was a big reason for that. And I mm-hmm. thought you mentioned Onyemata kind of taking a step back, never really being the same 
after a suspension. And I think there's a lot of merit in that. And shy Tuttle was really up and down. And so, you know, again, 324, 317, like that's taking a step towards stopping the run. And I think on first and 10 and third and one, like those guys are going to have a role and, and they're going to play when, when, when it's in those down and distance situations. And I don't think Nathan Shepard and Saunders, Colin, I guess it's Collins, yes. Collins, Sanders, Colin. Saunders. Um, I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that they're pass rush guys. And I don't think, you know, on third and seven, let's say that they're going to be in there. So that's where Tano Passigno and maybe Peyton yeah. Turner, if he can stay healthy for God's sake, um, they're going to need some guys that can make plays on those downs and losing Caden Ellis is again, that that's significant because whether it's Zach Bond or someone else, someone's going to have to step up in Caden Ellis's absence because he was kind of a uh, a pass rushing piece. Another guy that Atlanta overpaid by thirty. Zach Bond is still on this team. He is, yeah. The Bond on the Bayou. Where Dave, we are, we are, we Reser, are we're one, resurrecting it. We are one two sack game from the Bond on the Bayou shirts getting getting printed. Wow, he's still on. He's the still team. on the team. Yeah, it's like uh, Abe Bogota still alive. Uh, but I'm, fe- uh, but I'm feeling Bogota good. About, really I'm, I'm feeling no. good about the run defense being better this year, based on these guys. Well, here's my question. Why did you? Why did you... It's a joke, man. They had a they had a website. Is Abe, Abe oh, Bogota oh, still oh, alive? Oh. Joke until he died. Oh, um, but here's my question to you, Dave, because I think this is an interesting point to just sometimes in life we do things because we want to do them. And sometimes we do things in life because we have to do them, right? Yeah. I feel like the Saints. Like this podcast. If the, like, that's right. <laughs> if the defensive line market hadn't gotten crazy, I think they would have brought Dav- Davenport. I thought they, they would have brought back on Yamada, but the defensive line market got crazy. And Shai Tuttle's getting $20 million. On Yamada's getting $33.5 million. Marcus Davenport's getting $13 million. And the Saints had to eat the dead money because they, they didn't want to pay those prices for those guys. And they had to go in a different direction. But I think having to change course and, and get bring in new guys, I think the Saints are better for it. But I'm not sure they did it because they wanted to. I think they did it because they had to. And the defensive line market got away from it. Okay. Cool. Would you would you agree with that? <laughs> um I don't know. Maybe they did want a fresh start. I, I, don't know. I, I, I don't agree, Ralph, because if you look at what David Onyamata costs to them in dead money, they could have paid him the same contract that he got, and he would have been about the same against the cap as the guys they signed. Oh, that's yeah, so I, 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 actually, I actually, I actually don't think that Shy Tuttle and Onyamata like they they have like eighteen million in cap space right now. They they could have afforded those guys if they wanted to million in cap. yeah. So I, yeah. I think that I think they could have had those guys back if they wanted. I think they made a decision that they're just like uh, we don't want to move. We, we don't want we want to move on. We want to mix it up, change things around at defensive tackle. And I'm glad they did. Like you said, I, I think it was time for a change. Um, and, and I think they maybe got guys that fit the system, fit what they're looking for a little bit better. Speaking of the cap, because because rem- remember, Ralph, like these were Jeff Ireland slash Sean Payton guys. Yeah, these were not Dennis Allen picks. Ooh, that's true. That's a good point. I mean, Dave, the Saints do have eighteen million dollars in cap space, which is hilarious that they yeah. went almost fifty million over. We go and see. Now they're like the- they have like the six most cap space. Um, suck it, nerds. That's right. Where, where are the qu- nerds at? Where are they at? They're, they're just here. Here's my question, though. Mickey Loomis has said we want to get the cap back to normal. We don't want to operate this way forever. We want to get it the cap back to normal. So, with that said, the Saints could. It'll cost them about three and a half million dollars to sign their draft picks. You need about another million and a half to two million dollars during the year of cap space to do moves. Right, guys, on and off the roster. So that's like five million. So, are the Saints going to roll like thirteen million dollars over, ten million dollars over into next year, and then you do David Carr, you do a couple more moves at forty-six million. Poof, it's gone. It's gone. Ralph or, can't say anyone's name right. 
Plus, isn't the plus isn't the cap going up like? It's, yeah, it's going to go up to like next year, six to two six. Hold, hold on, hold on a second, Tomas. Don't you have a chime, a chime sound? Oh, did he say David Carr? Not yes, yet. he did. <laughs> okay, right. we need a chi- chime. Not only do we need a chime, but we need like a counter. Yeah, just like in the a, like in, in the corner <laughs> where like every time Ralph says David Carr. You know, there's like a little number that pops up and it's, I'll tell you this. It's number one, number two. If we get to a hundred dollars tonight in Twitch donations, the, if we get to a hundred dollars, not only will we have the chime every week, the person who bids the most today, if we get to a hundred dollars, you can pick the sound effect for when I say, I I also wonder if we need a, uh, so uh, thank you, uh, October risk for, uh, for inspiring me just now with this, but, uh, he mentioned that public enemy number one is Nick Wright right now, Thanks. otherwise known as Nick wrong. But I am curious, like, you know, we, we had a little dust up with Benjamin Albright saints fans on Twitter did this off season, uh, right before Sean Payton got traded and then, uh, you know, I'm obviously Jeff, Jeff Duncan is Jeff Duncan is always on this list. But I wonder if we need like a weekly enemy chart. <laughs> Enemies of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Saints like villain. A, almost like a, you know, FBI most wanted list kind of thing. October said you're going to regret having me pick the sound. Well, <laughs> October if you want to pick the sound, you know, get the get the cup of jingling. That's all I'm saying. I want him to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say is the public enemy number one for the Saints right now? Is it, is it the nerd Nick Wright? I think it's Nick Wright. He's not even a nerd. He doesn't even understand the salary cap. Right? <laughs> he, he doesn't even he he doesn't even understand it. But my question is, they have eighteen million in space, Dave, and they claim they want to get back to the middle. Yeah, is that might they lie? hold it over? They, yeah, they could hold it over. Is it uh... a lie, or are the Saints they still got? Ngakwe out there. They still got Frank Clark. They I mean, still they, got Calais they, Campbell. Calais Campbell. They can they still can do sign. You don't they, know. Yes, they can still sign a couple of guys and still have money left over that they could roll over to next year and add it to next year's space or whatever. Well, what uh, about Foster Moreau, Dave? You got any texts? I have no. I got no info on any Foster <laughs> No, I got nothing yet. As soon as I find out, you will be the first to know. Uh, uh, thank you to October risk for giving us a thousand bits. Yeah. October is if you win rope. the only, the only thing we ask for the sound effect is it, it's gotta be, um, it's gotta be PG 13 rated. It can't be, can't be, you know, four letter bombs all over. Oh, also. Yeah. If we, <laughs> if, if we sign a uh, Foster Moreau, go Tigers. We, we're going to need well, a, he's, he's a former LSU and Jesuit. Yeah. Go Tigers. Matt, here it is. Thank you. Um, so, but that, that would be if we sign Moreau. That's bad news for Troutman. Don't no, that is bad. bad. I'm okay with that. I'm not a big fish guy. Yeah, there you that's, go. That's. Yeah. I'm okay with that. The fastest yet, Andrew. I think. No, no, what? Thank you, Andrew. What you would be was coming? You could sense it. <laughs> what would be the thing that would infuriate the nerds, Saints? Because there's not that. Like the 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 aisles are pretty kind of picked clean free agency you're kind of like you're in that phase where like the saints they'll have guys in for visits but they're not negotiating hey foster Moore, hey calais campbell whoever visits hey this is the offer take it or don't we don't care it's not a negotiation what is a move that the saints could do with their 18 million dollars in space that would just infuriate just just infuriate uh I mean, get get a pass rusher, like who, whoever the best one left is. But, I mean, or, uh, maybe it's like signing five dudes, like just getting a bunch of veterans, <laughs> you know. It's like, well, stop it, Saints. Stop getting better. Um, but uh, have you noticed that the nerds on Twitter, like some of them are kind of backing off on the Saints a they're little bit off. recently? They're Ralph? really ba- They're backing off a lot because and, and one, of them, one of them, he doesn't hate the Saints. In that he understands Robert Mays for the athletic, he understands what the Saints do, and he he just he doesn't agree with it on a fundamental level. But even him last week, he's like, you know, I hate what the Saints do. I hate how they operate their cap. I think it's reckless. I think it's not wise. I think it's stupid. But I kind of like their team. 
<laughs> and I kind of like what they've done. And I kind of like, they're like, he's like, their 2023 team could be really good and win the South and maybe be fun in the NFC. But I hate how they did it. But like, it's like you say, Andrew, like, who gives a damn? Like, once August comes around, like, it doesn't matter how. It just matters. Did you build a good roster? I, just, you I don't understand why these nerds care, like, yeah, who Gale cuts checks to. Like, why do they care? Well, they think the Saints are just they think the Saints are just trying to work really hard to get to nine wins, and that's not a good way to run a team. But like, you know, like we're playing the cards we're dealt. It's, uh Dave, the you know here is the thing. Are are the Saints play with better, the forces you drafted? Are the Saints better on defense than when they ended 2022? They just signed former Texas. Texan safety Lonnie Johnson 10 minutes ago before we started. How could they not be any better? But do you agree with me that they, their defense is better than it was? I, I don't know. I guess uh, we'll see. Who, who knows? Uh, we don't know. What the... No, 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 crawfish. Pick a side. Stanley Jean Plantiste is looking right. Stanley Jean Plantiste ill, by the way. I'll say no. I'll say no. They're not going to be better. You don't think so? Nah, I don't know. Well, I think they'll be it. better against the run. I think it, it starts there. I think pass rush has gotten worse. Because I do think Onyemata is a better pass rusher than the two defensive tackles they've taken. I mean, it, Davenport wasn't good last year, but I still think your pass rush takes a hit. So I, I think at 29, look, I, I think a lot of Saints teams would probably hate the idea of another pass rusher. But I think edge is something they have to consider at 29. Dude, well, I mean, yeah. eventually, yeah. Dave, you pick Davenport, you pick Peyton Turner. Eventually, they'll get it right at edge. No, just that's keep not true. Darts. That's not that's not the way that works. That's uh, you flip a coin a hundred times, uh, it could come up heads ninety nine times. It's not guaranteed. October is going to know when time. sober Dave is going to leave us. Oh, yeah, well, April. Yeah, how much time you got left on April. this? It's the month April. of March. You guys all have a calendar. Hmm. Two more weeks. So I bet you've already made an exception once. So, like, what are you? Are you making another exception? Dave, what would the Mark? Saints? What would the no. Saints have to do? That. Dave, what would the Saints have to do between now and yeah, next Monday to get you so excited? You would break your stupid. I'm not drinking in March. Pledge, and you would drink to celebrate. Uh, <laughs> what would they have to do? First of all, the, the answer to this question is is that there is nothing that the Saints could do that my no. wife would uh, think was no, a reasonable no. excuse to break a month-long non-drinking thing. So it's not really so much what I there's think. Got, there's got to be something Smoke Monday could do to <laughs> yeah. drive Dave to drink. Like, you know, I forgot what, about Smoke what, Monday what, when what I answered my question earlier like, about the defense being better for, or worse. Smoke Actually, Monday. if Smoke Every Monday day. is healthy, you know, maybe they will be better. What if Smoke Monday said, I'll come on this podcast if Dave drinks? That's the only way I'm coming on. Yes, I would. I, actually, I would drink. I got him. There you go. That's it. <laughs> I would drink. Dave, how excited. Dave, how excited were you that Dennis Allen was at Tulane's Pro Day? Well, um, I'm not. I wasn't that excited about it and I, because all 32 teams had scouts at Tulane's Pro Day. All 32? All yes. 32. Yes. Wow. That seems yes. significant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Saints did a top 30 visit with Spears, and so did Atlanta. If he goes, Spears goes to Atlanta. Ugh. Um, but before we get to uh, our next segment, I want to remind people, you can sub for free with Amazon Prime. The whole world has Amazon Prime. And Thomas has instructions on the description of this podcast on how to do it and an infographic that explains it all. It's super easy to do. My mom did it, okay? So if my mom can subscribe to Twitch using Amazon Prime, anybody else listening podcast can as well um andrew I was, you know i was gonna go get a beer and join you ralph but then dave left dave did, dave had to go to the bathroom yeah um so let's talk about I, I, 
<laughs> I wanted Dave to be in this, but he's gone, so whatever. Um, the NFC South, I think. Oh, Dave's back. I think everybody's better in the NFC South. Like, and it except you know, Tampa. Except, except Tampa. Tampa, they got Baker Mayfield, who's horrific. He made three good passes on a Thursday night, and people think he's back, which is dumb. But Carolina's better. Yeah. Atlanta's done a bunch of stuff. I think I think Onyemata's gonna disappoint them, but they got Jesse Bates. They got they got uh Yeah, they got Cade Nellis. I mean their defense is gonna yeah. be better. Um yeah, I, I think it'll come down to quarterback play and I, I think Carolina, like Andy Dalton, I, I'm not even kidding here, guys. Like I think Andy Dalton might be the best quarterback they've gotten since Matt Rule took over. Oh, no doubt. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, that, that, that says a lot about the guys and how they've played, but I think Andy Dalton raises the floor for what they can expect. And then, you know, from there, it's all like, does this number one overall pick, does he play week one? Does he play ahead of Andy Dalton right out of the gate? Um, I think Atlanta's defense isn't going to be great, but it's going to be better. It's going to be better than what it was last year. So um, I, I think Atlanta and, and, Carolina are kind of like in that seven to 10 win zone where like if everything breaks their way and things are really good and you know, they win a lot of close games, maybe they can like the ceiling is 10. And if uh, you know, they get some injuries and they get a little bit of bad luck then maybe they only get seven wins, but they're in that zone now. And I kind of think the saints are in there too. I, I still think with, I still think Carr is the best quarterback in the division and the saints have done enough. I think offensively to me, Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. To me, the Saints go with the health of their offensive line. And that's really been the story of the last several years is offensively, it just hasn't been good enough because while on paper, this looks like an offensive line that should be really good, um, it just never really comes together because, you know, at first it was Armstead was always hurt. Pete was always hurt. Ramchek isn't. You know, and then and then now McCoy and Ruiz have gotten hurt. So like, yeah, if if they can string together how, 12, 13 weeks of health with all those guys playing, then I think they win the NFC. How pit, Dave? How pissed off is Andres Pete going to be when he took the massive pay cut in the Saints draft guard at twenty nine? How ticked off is he going to be? <laughs> um. I don't know. Would he have gotten a better deal from somewhere else? I don't know. He'd just be mad that, <laughs> that he's not. He might not be playing. I mean, yeah. hey, play better. That should motivate him. To, <laughs> I mean, you know, stay healthy. What do you want? From oh him? man, that's a terrible job by me. I meant to. I meant to have the Pete's got to play better sound clip. Yeah, right. ready to go, and I didn't yeah. have it in the holster. Um, um, where's Kevin at? Kevin said he was going to be. Kevin said showing... he was going to be here. I guess his. Does maybe, he have a date? I don't know. He didn't say he had a date on the the group text. So I don't know. Here, here's my question too. You keep on this kissing is... babies and hugging fat girls. <laughs> I like Thomas's random Kevin romance tweet. Kevin romance soundboard is just amazing. Fire off a text to the group. Uh, Kevin, see Kevin's at. Here, here's the here's the thing that Andrew's gone because he's getting none of the beer. But but it's interesting. I I saw this from from he Carolina. Went to go poop. Andrew went to Carolina. Go take a, take a dump. Carolina fans, beat writers, bloggers. Not necessarily that they believe this is going to happen, but the signing of Andy Dalton at least makes it possible in that they would sign Anthony Richardson, Florida, who's a giant project, but a Raz God, perfect 10 on the Raz scale, quarterback, highest Raz score, I think, ever a quarterback or one of the top three. And Carolina would draft Anthony Richardson one, and then sit him and Andy Dalton would play almost the entire 2023 season. That would be really interesting. Uh, I Andrew, see that. I honestly think that would be the smart thing to do. I, I hate when it's when, smart when thing to do, but I'm going to say this get thrown to the wolves, you know, and if then they're Andy, Andrew, if, if the Carolina Panthers drafted Anthony Richardson and played Andy Dalton the entire year and the Panthers won the division, Dennis Allen, he needs to resign uh, <laughs> before we catapult him into the river. Like, um, you know, it's not out of the question that when the Saints and Panthers play each other, there, there's a non-zero chance that the starters would be Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. Oh my there's, a, there's a universe where that, that would happens. be wild. Oh that my would God. be wild. You put, 
Andrew, shame on you. Shame on you. You put that in the universe. You take it back. I kind of want to see it. You take it yeah. back. You put it whatever. Hey, I, I, I just cracked open this beer. I've started you, drinking. Oh, my you know, God. I'm starting it's, to imagine things. You have, you have opened the Pandora's box of sadness. I'm here for that. I am not here. But by, by the way, the uh, I, I like that you have fat heads of all the guys that took uh, pay cuts. Yeah, I got on your Pete. wall. Yeah, Pete. Thomas. You got Michael Thomas. Will Lutz is up there. Will Lutz is at the and top. Of course, and of course, Jameis. Jameis. Poor ja- Jameis is hiding behind the plant. That Poor plant is right up on you, isn't it? Is that a sunflower? It is. I wonder if I could smoke it. Roll it. Smoke it. A sunflower? Uh, no, I don't. Know. <laughs> Um, I like a, a bet. I don't think you do that in Texas. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Te- Texas, Texas gambling and, uh, gambling and weed will be legal in 2075. Uh, Butterich wants you to know this. Andy. Fuck you, Andre George. <laughs> for your, uh, for your, uh, Andy Dalton, James Winston started. Nonsense. That's a, that's that's horrible. Hey, the question, whatever. The question is, be... is why isn't Derek Carr playing in that situation? Did he get injured or did he get benched? Oh, oh damn. Ooh. The same could be said of the first overall pick. Wow. Yeah. What happened to him? AKA Will Levis. War Goat says, "Don't you put that evil on on me, Ricky Bobby?" I'm gonna put a hundred bucks on the Panthers drafting Will Levis, Andrew. Milk the yeah, milk I think man. You should. Milk man. The milkman. The milkman. <laughs> um, hey, Tomas, check the timestamp on this. So, Thomas, it is time for uh, I'm going to get a drink. Out. I thought Kevin was coming tonight. Bro. I know he said he was going to be late. He meant when he's late, as in I'm not showing up. <laughs> so late. So, Thomas, uh, what you got for us? Okay, so we had uh, tons of questions. Maybe we will do a mailbag this week, We need Ralph. a mailbag. That's a, Tom- great, that's a great idea. That's tons of amazing questions. Saints Rabbit asked us, like, five himself. And speaking Thank of you, which... Thank you, Saints Rabbit. He asks, is Terry Fontenot looking like Ryan Pace 2.0 since he <laughs> can't look any other team uh, other than the Saints? Thank you, well, Saints Rabbit, for putting that in the universe and not that trash that Andrew. Thank you for putting that. Yeah, well, look, I, I think clearly Fontenot and Pace had no imaginations because they just copied what the Saints did. But what's the Panthers' excuse? They've, <laughs> they've signed Von Bell. <laughs> Andy Dalton, Shy Tuttle. That's right. Like, I, I feel like Carolina's jumping on this this uh, bandwagon also. At least, but at like least Dalton, Tuttle, and Von Bell at this at least stage Shy of his career Tuttle. are like the least exciting guys ever. At least Shy Tuttle makes sense because if you go back and look at the box score and look at those games, like he played reasonably well against Carolina. Sure, sure. And uh, Von Bell was good for Cincinnati. But how did Carolina look at that final game against the Saints and be like Andy Dalton? Whew, he's That's the quarterback guy. we have to have. Like, you know why? Because they watched Jameis Winston in week three. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy Dalton in weeks 18 looked way better. Wow. <laughs> Funny because it's true. Yeah. yeah. Next question. Next question. Uh, next question from Dan Checo, and he asks an amazing question. Will the NFL grant us two comp picks for losing Marcus Tufus? <laughs> if only it worked that way. It's funny. The Saints, you know, we've always been, we've always joked, uh, screw them comp picks. Uh, but the Saints... They got two comp picks coming, a fourth and a fifth, or two fourths next year uh, because does of all Lonnie, the Does Lonnie Johnson wax one of those, though? No, I, that's a great Yeah, I, I'm not going to pretend to understand how the formula works. No. Uh, I, I went on this show called the One Bar and Lepagus Show. I've gone on their show a few times now. Uh, basically, they invite me the on any time. 
It's called. It's like a Vikings podcast. They're oh. really, they're really funny. They like to drink. They're, they're, they're cool guys. They're, they're very on brand for us. Like they're, yeah. They're, it, it's like the Saints Happy Hour of Vikings podcasts. But they always have me on anytime something Saints Vikings adjacent happens, and so they, they had me on to talk about Marcus Two Firsts. I kind of gave him the lowdown, but uh, yeah, we should get that guy on one bar. One bar. Marcus two first. We should give him. We should give him the warning. Marcus two first having fourteen and a half sacks, getting a hundred and twenty million dollars from Atlanta, and then going back to being terrible would be chef's chef's kiss. Yeah, it would be like the final nail in Terry Fon coffin. Next question. <laughs> Next question. King Okra asks, in 2028, when Traquan becomes the Saints leader for games played at wide receiver with 147 <laughs> for your snooker fans, will that be enough to get him in the ring of honor? He's currently at 66 games played. I mean... Listen, the Saints Hall of Fame, really like the did. first like four classes were some stretches, <laughs> like some real stretch. like Billy Kilmer's in the Saints Hall of Fame. Why? They had to put somebody in. Um, so if he really I was mean, here for 147 games. I guess wow. I consider it. I, is Traquan, is he, where is he? Like, Andrew, is he going to, I'm surprised he's played that much because, you know, he we don't like trash Traquan for this, but he's very Andrus Pete or Teron Armstead esque. Yeah, I feel like Traquan misses like four or five That's games yeah. every season with injury. Yeah, and so it, I, I'm actually surprised he's played that. And game. here's the thing: he misses games when we need him to play. Like when we're desperate for him to be healthy, like we're like, "There's nobody else." We need you. And we, like, we're desperate for him to play, but we also don't really remember that he's out because he's never significant <laughs> enough when he plays. It's not like Marcus Tufers or Armstead. We're like, we're mad when those guys don't play because we know how good they are when they're on the field. It's like with Traquan, like we barely even notice when he's out, you know, but he is very uh, injury prone. I feel like. So Bud Rich asked a question in the chat. Do you think, who do you think had more interceptions as a Saint, Jim Merlot or Roman Harper? No cheating. I'm going to go with Jim Merlot. I'm going to go with Roman Harper. Roman Harper played a long time. I don't even know who Jim Merlot is. He's a wine. You can get him in. You can get him him at Specs. Tom Benson liked to drink him. (laughs) That's right. Pour him over the ice cream. I'm not drinking fucking Merlot. So 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 Butterich put the answer in the chat. I'm, it's got to be Roman Harper. Like it's it's. I'm going Jim Merlo. Maybe they're tied. <laughs> I didn't even know Jim Merlo was had eight picks and three tutties. What? Wow. Wow. Tutties, we're really sticking with tutties. Huh? I mean, you, you, you guys, you, it's like you guys forget that Harper, who now he's saying Harper had seven interceptions in his career, so one less. Uh, you guys forget that Roman Harper is like the president of the N- uh, NCMFs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, if he, not, he is. He holds. Right. If he's yeah. not the president, a he's lifetime president. Sure. Right. Had yeah. seven interceptions, dropped another potential fourteen interceptions. Fourteen uh, hundred, maybe. Yeah. Next question. Okay, final question of the show. It's Saints Rabbit again, and he asks: With all of the CJGJ talk, who would you say is the biggest locker room poison in <laughs> Saints history? And could this question work as an off-season bracket? It could. By the way. Patrons got a podcast of why hasn't CD Deuce got his money yet? And then he I hit money. publish on that podcast <laughs> and literally 20 seconds later, <laughs> Adam Schefter tweets, he's going Chauncey to the Johnson to the, to the Lions. 
six and a half million dollars. Uh, so totally on brand for us. But I will say, the thrust of the podcast was CD Deuce. He isn't going to get paid because he hasn't gotten paid, and he got one year, six and a half million. The Saints, Andrew, not to quote your sources, but I think you said in the summer, like the Saints offered him a really nice deal to play slot corner. That was probably like two or three times the guaranteed money that he got for one year from Detroit. Yes. If he had just been the slot corner for the Saints and not gone insane, he could have got like $30 million total dollars over four years. Yeah, and apparently there's some stuff out there that the Eagles offered him more this offseason as well, and he turned it down thinking that he was going to get like the richest safety deal in NFL history. And that he didn't get that, and then he had, and then the so the Eagles were like, all right, well we're moving on. They signed someone else, and uh, this is yeah. where we this is me, Kevin, because he's our president of bad decisions. So he could he could really relate. To you know, I felt I I, I gotta say, Ralph, I felt a little vindicated. I felt a little vindicated a because little. I I caught a lot of heat on Twitter for you know basically saying that Chauncey Gardner Johnson was. Uh, a locker room problem and uh, a lot of people threw that in my face a lot of people called me names that's right a lot of, a lot of people told me that i had some like you know nefarious agenda or whatever <laughs> but you know the bottom line is my sources were telling me like this guy's freaking impossible and i had so many data points ralph literally <laughs> every source that i have from people inside the building people around the league, people that were talking to people inside the Saints building, like everyone told me well, I mean, this thing- guy is impossible. Like go on Twitter and ask anyone. Like they'll all tell you. They will all tell you this guy was a major problem with the Saints. Well, everyone that's come on this show, they all text me. They're like, yeah, the dude's crazy. So well, like, here- it, it's understood. But it's understood too. Like even the people that didn't agree with you, thought you were making it up, thought you were had an agenda, whatever they couldn't even, once he didn't get paid after leading the league in interceptions, case like it's close. There's no, there's no arguing it anymore. Like they just sort of, they just sort of shuffled away back under their rock. Um, I I get that. He's fun. Uh, He's a good player, you know, on the field. Uh, I get that people wanted him to stay. Uh, but there, there was no path to him staying after what went down. None. Dave, Dave, big. I think it says a lot. The Eagles didn't bring him back. Dave, big, big JMC ask: Is throat coat involved in Kevin's absence? Uh, yeah, could be. Um, and I'm by gonna, the way, I don't know. We should, need, should we be worried? Do we should we call? We St. should Louis be worried. By the way, I'm, we gonna, need I'm, I'm calling next. Kevin right now. We need a sponsor oh, in the lo- lower, the lower right hand, work. the lower right hand or left hand corner of your screen. We need a sponsor for the podcast for the hot take of the week. Uh, we need a new sponsor. So if you have a product that you want us to hoard out, we will do that. We will sell your product with every fiber of our being, even if uh, it's of questionable legality, as long as the check clears. We will sell your product. <laughs> support the pro. It's a great way to support the program. We have reached Dave. Do you know that we are on pace for 45,000? Oh, one of those guys, voice mailbox not set up yet. What is that? 45,000 downloads this month. So, I mean, just a great way. Saying it. Um, so that was the last question. Uh, what is October is asked, what is Nick Kevin's nickname now? Uh, I feel like Kevin is probably on some sort of date with some sort of medical adjacent young lady, like a radiologist. Hello, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Um, so that. Final, yeah, ask your wife, ask Aaron, Dave, how it feels to be famous now that she's made an appearance on her award-winning podcast. Andrew wants to know how it feels to be famous oh, now that you've made an appearance. Uh, I think people would actually have to be watching for me to be famous. Oh, she says people would actually have to be watching. 
uh, for that to uh, actually make a difference. Yeah. So, and here's Kevin stealing. <laughs> there he is. Oh, he's home. For the love oh, update. Straight Kevin. out of bed. Yeah, Hello? he was. He wasn't at work or on a date. He was just sleeping. He was imitating no, no, no. a college professor with that. No, look. no, no. I was. I was not. I was not on a date. But when I got out of work, I wanted to go catch up with a friend that runs a music bingo at a bar, like five minutes away. Seventy-five so, music bingo. Jesus, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, Ke- Kevin, you realize that St. Patrick's Day was like last weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. You, there's, there's never a bad time to wear green. He you do looks, look very studious. Uh, as a Tulane fan, I'll agree very with that. Actually. He looks like. Don't be talking about me wearing fucking green, Juge. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> no bad time to October wear green. Is ever. It's, it's good did, to know the podcast you, is a priority. Did, the music, did, did you lay music off the bingo, sauce, and then the podcast somewhere below that. That's nice. I, Irish I just Kevin. had a nice you... fucking glass of water. Mm. Icy water. Little squeeze a lemon. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. With some throat coat. I want Irish Kevin to do. We're going to do an episode where Irish Kevin does a mock draft. We're going to do it. I, Irish Kevin, can you give us uh, a quick, I don't know, 30 second rant on Chauncey Gardner Johnson and your thoughts on him signing a one year, relatively crap deal with the Lions? Oh, it's. It's a bad, bad time to be Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, isn't it? <laughs> oh, CJGJ, you thought you were going to be the top man at safety. You thought you were going to be number one, setting a record for a contract. And now you're making a paltry sum of money. You could have just stayed in New Orleans and made a good sum of money. You could have stayed with Philadelphia. They wear green, for Christ's sake. And made some money there. But no, you had to go and muck things up here and there. And now, boy, I hope you don't muck things up in Detroit. You'll be playing for the damn XFL next season. Good Lord. Very good. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. And I've got to eat crow on that myself. Because when when, when CJGJ left... Oh, I was saying, oh, this is terrible. Why would the Saints let this man go? I was giving it to George left and right. (laughs) I was giving him the business. Saying, what was he doing? What sort of terrible things was he doing to warrant being thrown out on his arse? But no, George was was messing around with somebody. George was vindicated. George was vindicated. You can check the timestamp on that one, Tomas. Hey Tomas, <laughs> check the timestamp on this. Uh, well, you I know when Irish Kevin admits that I was right, right. It's I must really have been right. Podcast. When Andrew's right and can just lord over it. He's gonna he's gonna remind us about being right about Chauncey Garner Johnson until the end of. No, I'll probably just remind you about Rashid Shahid instead. Oh yeah. <laughs> The sun never sets on the Jewish Empire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Back in our um, world. So uh, it's nice. It's nice of you, Kevin, to 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 prioritize the podcast just just below Over music bingo. Just below. It's just not, not quite even, as important as music. not even sometimes, music bingo. It's a meeting about music Sometimes you gotta catch bingo. up with your mate that you haven't seen in a long while. Isn't it Sometimes you have to do that. Chap. You mean your chap? Your bestest buddy. Your mate. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Held. Your chum. Um, so, you got that job? Get him. <laughs> so, Thomas, give us a final MVP tally. Okay, so the winner of this episode is October is with uh, 1,200 bits for the first wow. time ever. We didn't wow. get to 10k though, Ralph. So he can't uh, pick the soundbite. Oh, maybe not. Oh, well, the last minute, uh, 100 bits October is <laughs> adding to the total tally. 
He's trying to get to the finish. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to get to the finish line. Um so thanks to all the people who donated during this show and to including October Octoberisk, Who Dad Juge, Andrew's Dad, Ronamuck 504, uh Vicarious 28, Bob God 504, Hatchet John, as always, and Romeo. Guys, thanks. <laughs> Uh, for donating during the show. Thanks to everybody who supports the show. Go to saintshappyhour.com and support the show. Uh, we do amazing work. We couldn't do it without you. And by the way, I'm going to toot our own horn. Uh, we're working really hard to win Louisiana Sports Podcast of the Year. We're, we're working really hard to win that a second straight year. And oh, by the way, last week when the Saints had all the breaking news, we delivered podcasts, six of them in five days for the patrons. Nobody else was doing that. That's what you get if you become a patron at saintshappyhour.com. $7 a month, you get access to freaking everything. Uh, so you should do it. Uh, thanks for listening and supporting Saints Happy Hour. Please go to saintshappyhour.com, become a patron, and support the show. We can't do this without you guys. And remember, kids, if you're going to support a Saints podcast, support the ones that wins award. Thanks to Kevin for showing up, giving us five good minutes. Thanks to Dave. <laughs> thanks to Andrew. Thanks for Thomas uh, running the show back in Poland. Guys, until next week, the bar is closed. I can stay here. <laughs> <laughs>